Hello and welcome to episode 91 of That King Thing. The first episode of 2018 is upon yeah. us. Uh, I am eldest king brother Thomas uh, and we are here to talk video games and I'm joined by middle sibling Joshua. Oh wait, no, he's not here, is he? Oh shit, yeah. Oh, oh. fuck. This, oh, is this going to work? Are we going to be able to do this? Yeah. We got this. We did the Steve McNeil thing on this. his own. We can do this on his own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that that you did here is littlest brother James. I am here. I am present. <laughs> yeah. I attend. So, um, I suppose we usually start with what we've been playing this week. So, James, yeah. what have you been playing? Uh, I've been doing a lot of PUBG. Well, actually, no. Wait, hang on a minute. It's not been this week, has it? It's actually, technically, there's been about three weeks to cover, roughly. Yeah. Because we had the Christmas special, we had the week off to celebrate Christmas and New Year's, and then there's obviously this week as well. So, what have you been playing over the festive period, let's say? Jesus. With myself? uh, (laughs) uh, Mainly a PUBG and COD, really. That's what I've, like, been smashing. COD? Um, I haven't seen you on much COD. Yeah, I've been playing it when I can. Just sort of like between work and podcasts and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's about it, really. I played a little bit of FIFA, but not much. I haven't played that recently, to be honest. I uh, played apart Glenn from, Green. Apart from earlier today, yeah. yeah. <laughs> played against Glenn Green. Uh, he beat me. I got El Shababed. He's, uh, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Um, oh, I've played. I played a lot of PUBG, as you know. Yeah, we've, we've all played, played a lot of it lot of together. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've played a lot of PUBG. Got a few chicken dinners over the time. I'm surprised yeah. that. Um, winner, winner. I um, I've played quite a lot of Fable actually. This in since since Christmas, I found myself with like a bit of downtime where I wasn't working, at, but. Um, because other people have got like kids and stuff. Like during the day, yeah, people weren't around as much because yeah. it, it, I was off work and everyone else was like doing stuff with their kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little harder to just. And I didn't. I don't always want to just sit and play PUBG on my own. I tend to prefer playing it in duos and and teams and stuff. Like yeah. I do play it solo and I've I've won it solo and stuff. But yeah, it's just not as it's not as fun for me. So I picked up Fable Anniversary because I I got it in a sale. Earlier in the year, I think um, it was like in the I don't know the Black Friday sales or something. So I got Fable yeah. Anniversary on backwards compatibility, and I've been playing that. And I was sat doing it, and I I remembered why I loved that game because I was sat playing it, and I was like, okay, that's that mission. And then the guildmaster was like, hero, you've got a new quest quest card. Oh, so wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. Hang on. You've received a new quest card. <laughs> so I was getting that, and I was like going, oh, yeah, I know what quest comes in. Because I know the game inside out, and I know everything yeah, that happens yeah. in it. But then it was like, oh, I know this quest. It's going to be where it sends me out to Witchwood to do this, and it's going to send me here to do this. It's like, that's a cool bit with the Balverines. That's this bit. Yeah. And I literally, I was sat there, and then I went, oh, I must be getting a bit late now. I suppose I should go to bed. And I pressed the the guide button on my Xbox, and it was quarter to four in the morning. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Shit, I've been sat here six hours playing Fable. <laughs> Literally six hours straight playing it. Jesus. No word of a lie. And now we're like, yeah, I need to put this down and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I've played a lot of that. 
Um, I don't have a think what else I've played. I I sort of did a little bit of um, Gran Turismo Sport on PS4 as well as Final Fantasy IX. I played those as well. Yeah. Um, I picked Rainbow Six Siege back up for the first time in absolutely ages. Yeah, it's been a while um, since I've played that, isn't it? Yeah, a couple of my friends um, picked it up in a sale and said, like, will you help us? Because we're not very good at it. And I was like, yeah. neither am I. I've not played it for, like, 18 months, but I'll play it with you, I suppose. So I did that. Um, and that's it, really. That's the main thing I've been... That's the main things I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Joshua? Oh, shit, it's not oh. here, is it? <laughs> oh, damn it! I keep thinking he's there in background, but he's just not. Well, yeah, keep expecting him to, like... I'm surprised he didn't pipe up during that Fable thing, but that no, is, no, that's yeah. why, isn't it? I, I, I really expected him to... Yeah, because um, he hates the Blue Mushroom mission, and I did it super fast. Because <laughs> I know where they all are. And it's that going on about Aldo, or Aldi, whatever he's called. Aldi. Aldi. Can you help my son, Aldi? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The sky's really pretty today. <laughs> Same woman. Is that Joshua? Oh, is it you? No, no, it was me. <laughs> Josh oh, yeah, it's not, not you, is it? That's me doing the impression. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, let's do some news anyway. Yeah. Um, so, because it's Christmas and New Year and stuff, there's not actually been a huge amount of news, even though it's been three whole weeks since uh, proper That King Thing episode considering the Christmas special and the week off, this being the third week since we last did a, a normal episode. Yeah. Not a huge amount has happened, really, because most places tend to shut down for Christmas and New Year. Some places aren't even open again, or only just open this week. So there's not a huge amount going on. Um, the The bigger things that caught my eye during the last few weeks and over the festive period were as follows. Um, Cuphead finally hit 2 million sales, which I think is Jesus. pretty good. For a little indie game like that. Yeah, definitely. It's pretty good. Uh, especially considering it is sort of locked as an Xbox Play Anywhere exclusive at the minute. Yeah, it's... So um, you can only... Oh, that's something I did, or... actually. That's just reminding me. I um, I set up the Play Anywhere stuff on my PC because I'd, I'd not really done it properly. Yeah. And I put Forza Horizon... No, no, sorry, not Forza Horizon. Forza Motorsport 7 on my PC because of the Play Anywhere. That yeah. system is fucking incredible. Honestly, the ease of I literally just open the Xbox app and then you can go in the store and it shows you all the games that you've bought on your Xbox that are Play Anywhere titles and you just click download to install them. So it installed Forza 7 for me and I I plugged my wheel into my PC and the power that I can run it out on my PC is even better than my Xbox One X because of the, the amount of power that's in my PC. Yeah. The only difference is I've not got a 4K monitor on my PC, so I can't see. The fact that I literally booted the game, like it took a, an hour to install or whatever, yeah. um, depending on your internet speed and how long it takes to download. And then after that, I just literally opened it, plugged my wheel in, and it was working. And it just went syncing data, and I just carried on my career from where I was. And then I turned it off, plugged my wheel back into my Xbox, booted it up on my Xbox. It was like, continue your career from where you left off. And it's so seamless. I, n- I can't <laughs> believe I not actually tried that setup sooner. 
But it was mainly because a lot of the Play Anywhere games were games that I didn't already own or, or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, or games um, I wasn't that interested in. But yeah, it's um, it's really useful. I, I tried Cuphead, that's what's reminded me of that, is yeah. I put Cuphead on my PC as well, because that's another game I've got that's a Play Anywhere. So I honestly think that when something like Sea of Thieves comes out in March, I could be sat playing it on PC while you guys play it on console with me. Stuff That'd like that. That'd be cool. Which is, which is one of the added benefits of it. So. Yeah. Um, if you have got a decent PC and you want to try those features, I'd definitely recommend trying it um, if you are a bit of a PC gamer. Um, something else that was surfacing during the holiday period was that Battlefield Bad Company 3 yes. could be on its way. That's, now, that's in this. It looks good. Yeah. Now, the thing with this is there was only really one particular person saying that it was going to be happening, and it was a YouTube account which I've now lost the the link to. Um, and it, it basically, this person had also leaked some significant details of Battlefield One before they were public. So mm. there Rival. is some chance um, that this information, Almighty Dak, that's his name. So Almighty, Almighty. Dak basically leaked some information about Battlefield 1 a long time ago, which is why some people have maybe given this the time of day, um, mm. but nothing else has really been sort of seen. It's, it's just what this one person has said. Um, whether it does come to anything, we don't know. It should, in theory, be a Battlefield game next because yeah. we've had Battlefield 1, then Battlefront 2, and then it should go back to Battlefield because they usually alternate between the two. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if they did a Bad Company 3 because it's a long time since Bad Company were, 2. Bad Company 2 were a good game. Like, a lot of people oh, yeah. played that. It was a really good game, so I reckon that will pull in quite a few people off COD as well, especially since our COD's doing so well recently. I think that's a good way for him to sort of pull a few people back their way because Battlefield 1's not really had the longevity, has it? Like, it's not. The longevity, that's long, a new word. Long... Longevity is, I think, <laughs> the word the you one. meant. You combined, like, longevity and ingenuity and came up with yeah. longevity. Longevity. I'm rolling with it. I think it sounds cooler. It's it's a hybrid between the longevity and the inge- ingenuity. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Um <laughs> But no, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's not lasted, has it, really? Well, there's, um, there's other rumours that have kind of come round off the back of it, which is that um, the guys at DICE in Sweden are possibly looking at World War Two to follow on from the fact that Battlefield 1 was World War I. Um, and then the, a Bad Company 3 is in early stages but it's not going to be the next game that they release in the Battlefield franchise Yeah. so it could be that it's incredibly early doors but it would indicate that this particular person, this almighty Dak has some kind of contact inside or You'd something have so. to be able to get information like that, like it's not easy so we'll just have to wait and see indeed um 
but yeah, I'm I'm sure we will hear more of it in this in the coming weeks because this is something yeah. that started surfacing before Christmas. Um, yeah. Around the time we were doing the Christmas special is when it originally surfaced, and then it's sort of gone a little bit quiet in the last week too. But that's mainly because everyone's off enjoying the holidays. So well, yeah, we'll right. see see if it gathers any momentum in the next week or so. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, we've seen some Red Dead Redemption 2 missions in GTA Online. Um, they were basically scraped from in-game files on PC and leaked, and then not long after that, Rockstar just confirmed what was going on, basically. And there's a mission in GTA Online at the moment where you can unlock a special golden revolver by following oh, yeah. a bunch of in-game quests in GTA Online and a little mini storyline, but then if yeah. you do complete that, you then will unlock the same gun in Red Dead Redemption 2 when that launches, so you'll you'll start the game with this um, golden revolver. Yeah. So It's Patron, all like Western uh, themed. Patreon Keith Watson has done this. He was telling me about it not so long ago. There you go then. Yeah. Does it take long to do, do you know, from finding out I have about no it? idea. Uh, I'll ask him, but I don't know. I'll reach out to him, see what he says. Okay, I'll report back. <laughs> <laughs> in in it's not necessarily gaming related as such, but it, it does involve gaming um, in its story. But just a comical sort story that I saw. Um, I don't know. It's around sort of. It was in between Christmas and New Year's. I think I saw it originally. But basically, yeah. there's a guy uh, who just streams on Twitch. Like from looking at his account, it looks like he streams a lot of Fortnite mainly. To be honest, but yeah. uh, it's called AJ Lester. And <laughs> what he was doing is, you know, like you get dodgy websites that will show live sports events and stuff like yeah. that. So they'll yeah. show like live soccer, live football, live NFL Anything. football, yeah, like yeah. boxing, all sorts of stuff like that. UFC, well, those sites normally get shut down pretty quick and the streams get shut down. And if you were caught streaming something like that on Twitch or Mixer or anything like that, again, it'd get shut down pretty quick. However, AJ Lester, to get around this, what he decided to do is he decided to stream a UFC event in December. Mm. Um, but what he did is he put himself with his mic and sat in his gaming chair with pretending to play on a controller <laughs> and basically set it up to look like he was playing UFC 3 on <laughs> on a console and and people were just sat watching the, this live UFC pay-per-view event and he was watching it too but he was pretending he was playing a video game <laughs> so it was less likely to get caught um, obviously he's now been taken down since it was actually spotted but <laughs> I just thought it was an ingenious and funny little thing that, that probably that would have got good. him in a lot of trouble but <laughs> I just think it's it's a funny way of going about it to make it look like he was playing the game <laughs> when he was actually watching the real live UFC event in December that's quality yeah. that <laughs> it is, it's good, it's good though. it's good um now, we've already talked about a game that sold 2 million copies, but how about a game that's hit 3 million concurrent Oof. players on a single Jesus. platform in Steam? That is ridiculous. I'm sure you can guess what game it is. Ooh, Spyro? <laughs> I love how, of all the games you could have done... <laughs> That's the one that you went one for. One from 2001, <laughs> if not earlier. <laughs> it's earlier than that. 
Oh, no, mm, 1999, I'd say, for the original Spyro. Oh, I would close. Uh, I guess, because mm-hmm. it, was, it was quite an early release in the in the PlayStation's history, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So, but I can't believe that's it, 3 million uh, concurrent players, that's mad. Spyro's still got it. it. In seriousness, it's PUBG. <laughs> it's Player Unknown Battlegrounds. So, last week, they hit a peak... Of three million one hundred six thousand three hundred fifty eight concurrent players on Steam alone. That is mental. <laughs> like Isn't I'm not surprised just? though, because it's it's quite addictive when when you get into it. And like the thing that annoys me is when you land and you literally the the shield or circle, whatever you call it, is all the way across the other end of the map, and you literally you you scavenge what you can and you just start running. You get all the way over there and then you just get shot. Like you spend the entire game just running. Yeah, just it's not it's not easy to um, it's not easy to defend yourself in those scenarios. Sometimes yeah. is it when you, you're, on you're solo. constantly behind? You need to if yeah, you're in you the need shield, to drop on and manned. get a car or something like yeah. that. Um, it, it's the risk. You can either drop into somewhere that's highly populated, and you're more likely to be in the circle. I think personally. Yeah. Um, but you're also more likely to get killed straight off the bat. Or you could try and start somewhere a little more secluded, get yourself some really good gear because there's nobody else around, and then just try and somehow make your way back to the to the safe zone. Did he ever tell you about the game where I finished second on that, and uh, I got stuck in the cove? Yeah, you sent me a picture of you yeah. stuck in the cove. That was ridiculous. I literally drove the boat all the way around the edge, and it ran out of fuel where I was. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'll just climb up this cove. It all will be good. By the time I'd worked out, I couldn't physically climb the cove. The shield had closed in enough for me not to be able to leave the cove, like the cove area. <laughs> so I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> and then I was just waiting for my death to come upon me, <laughs> like the, the shield to go away. And it literally went right where I was stood. And I was just like, what do I do? <laughs> like, and I was there my- for, honestly, it was about 25 minutes. I stood and waited for the, the other guy to actually find where I was to kill me. Because I physically couldn't move. If I moved, I was out I- of the shield. I've actually seen somebody post something. I can't remember if it's someone that listens to the show or if you know, like in a in that sort of sense, or yeah. if it's somebody that I just follow online, like one of the game devs I followed or something like that. But I remember somebody seeing a post from somebody somewhere saying that they'd practically won a game because the other person disconnected because they couldn't find them. <laughs> Seriously. See, that's, that's what I was hoping for, for with the guy that was left with The me. other person disconnected. My first win actually came thanks to the zone because they were. I was in a duo yeah. and there were six people left, so it was two versus two versus two. Yeah. Um, the top three squads. These other two squads could see each other and were fighting each other to get in the zone. And then there was one of those left and me left and that was it. And then as I was shooting at this guy, he was outside the zone, so I clipped him and hit mm. him and took a lot of health off him and then the zone killed him off for me and it went down as a zone kill so I was just That's sat in my brilliant. little bush hiding like you do <laughs> That's brilliant But yeah, that wraps it up for news this week uh, pretty much There's probably been other things but it's been fairly quiet um, Yeah Although we normally ask if anyone else has got any stories and Joshua, you've got one about gaming disorders or something, haven't you? Yeah, we want to do this as well Oh, wait, it's not oh. here, is it? Oh, for fuck's God sake. God damn it. 
<sighs> Jesus. Joshua did have a story for us, something to do with gaming disorders and... I don't know what it was, to be honest, because it was his story, but we'll have to cover that next week, maybe. Maybe he's developed a podcast disorder. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, another thing that we'll do, that we're going to do this week, I think... Um, we're going to maybe try and do it last week, but then we ended up taking the hiatus break just a little bit last minute. But yeah. we were basically thinking of... We did the awards last year, and it was a bit drawn out and a bit too long-winded, I think. So we were just basically going to sort of talk about a couple of things that were good for us this year. So we're going to give our personal, like, of the year awards for 2017. Guest quit. I Yeah, so just a few topics, really, as to, like, things of the year from 2017. So what was your game of the year, would you think, James? Um, See, I've got three in contention for this. Mm. I've got Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Zelda, and Cuphead. But I've only played one of them. So I can't... No, 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 this is not, this is not like, no, 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 this could be anything you want it to be. Oh, um, I was PUBG then for Game of the Year. Yeah, like, this is like, this is just your personal choice. Oh, right, that's fine I'm going to say PUBG, because it's just, what it's done is incredible, pulling that many people over and stuff, yeah, it's it's pretty much wiped Fortnite out as a game now, hasn't it, really? (laughs) Like, well, yeah, it has, um... See, I don't know where I'd sit with this one because I've played a few different games from different genres and I'm genuinely trying to think which one I've kind of sunk the most time into. And surprisingly, the one that kept kept me most entertained, I would say, is um, South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Fair play. That, That and the Morrowind expansion for Elder Scrolls Online... Those those two games, like when I got my um, Xbox year in review thing for the games I played the most, those were the top two on the list. Yeah. Even more so than Sea of Thieves Alpha. But Mm -hmm. that's mainly because a lot of the Alpha sessions for Sea of Thieves were on Wednesday nights when we're doing this. So I missed like probably 90% of them. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'd I'd say one of those two things probably. Um, Maybe... Maybe South Park, just because of how good it actually was. And I sat there and I did everything in that game. Everything. <laughs> I'm about to so, pick that up when it's um, on sale or something. Yeah. Give it a go. I think, I think that, that's going to be one for me. Um, surprise of the year. Something that surprised you. COD, without a doubt, for me. Yeah, same for me. Quite easily, I, COD, World War II. I honestly thought they were making a massive mistake following Battlefield with that. But... I just thought they'd make a mess of it. Yeah, I, but they've I, done really well. I, I genuinely thought that they were going to try and jump on the Battlefield bandwagon with Battlefield 1, and it was going to be the same old COD. Um, yeah. But to be fair, as much as PUBG knocked it off the perch, it was a what I was playing a lot of it before PUBG and the other things that I've started playing since. Yeah. So uh, I'd say, yeah, that probably was the biggest surprise for me in, in a good way. Yeah, definitely. Um, because we're talking about surprises in a good way there. Um, 
follow that then by disappointment of the year. Oh, um, disappointment of the year. Oh, that's a tough one, that. Throw, throw me some examples. What have you got in mind? Well, my, mine personally is probably... Um, it's probably going to be Mass Effect Andromeda. Because yeah. I waited for that for ages, and I thought it was going to be so good. And then it just it disappointed me. And I've, yeah. I've hardly played it because I just didn't enjoy it whatsoever. Um, I suppose another disappointment was the letdown of all the shit that went on with the EA and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Because yeah, Battlefront 2 looked like a really good game and getting my hands yeah. on it at events like... Um, EGX. EGX, yeah. That felt really good. And I thought, yeah. this is going to be a really good game. And they absolutely ruined it. And it probably is still an awesome game in terms of you know the core game itself. Yeah. But, and I, I know it looks good because I've seen the footage and it seems to play well from what the bits of it that I've played, but just on pure principle alone, I'm, I'm sort of, I've felt the need to boycott it because yeah. of all the shit that went on. And now another I one don't agree be, with um, a lot of it. Another one for me, I've not actually played it, but obviously we talked about it a lot, is Destiny 2. Destiny 2, um... I wouldn't say it was as disappointing as the others because for the bulk of time I enjoy, enjoyed playing Destiny 2. Where Destiny 2 became a disappointment was that it was the same old, once you've done everything, you've done everything. Um, yeah. The thing that they've done a little bit better this year is they brought the new content out sooner um, and and like more frequently and stuff like that. But I don't know if it's going to be enough. It's not enough to have drawn me back to it yet, that's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, I'd personally, I think I'd specific if I had to pick one, I'd specifically say Mass Andromeda for me. Mass Andromeda, Mass, Mass Effect Andromeda, Andromeda. <laughs> for me personally. Um, I'm just gonna go with Destiny Two because I've I can't really think of any off the top of my head that have like disappointed me. Really, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, the best solo or campaign of the year. So single player mode or campaign. Mm-hmm. Best one of the year for you? Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, it is it's a good just shout, different, that. isn't it? You've, you've never, like, there's never really mm. been a game like that. And it's good to have that different mm. sort of thing. I don't know. It, it, there's some very Far Cry elements to it. Yeah, there is, yeah. But it's still a brilliant game. See, when I wrote this, I was thinking more a campaign in a game that's got other things. And I was specifically in my head thinking of um, the World War Two campaign just because I enjoyed it. That is a good campaign. That is that is one of the ones I've enjoyed the most personally. It's, it's a proper but, old school COD campaign though as well, isn't it? It's not like them other ones where it's... They, they don't yeah, and it's got, it's, got a, it's got a good story to it. Yeah. But having said Horizon Zero Dawn and heard it out loud... I think I'd actually change it. As, as good as the campaign in World War Two is, I think yeah. it's too short. Yeah, it's too short. That, yeah. Um, and Horizon Zero Dawn is not only a good-looking game, but it's a very engaging game. So I'd, I'd side with you on that, and we yeah. could go with that. I could do that. Um, so then on the complete opposite side of the thing, multiplayer of the year. 
Ooh. Um. See, there's a fair few that you could put in contention for this. Go on then. Um, Paul Cod's got to be around there somewhere, because numbers for that must have flowed up. Uh, PUBG, even Fortnite as well. The, the question, PUBG. the question is, if Cod retained those numbers, that's the question. Yeah. But Des- Destiny's got to be up there because it was a popular game. It possibly still is. Yeah. But it really depends on personal opinion. That's why I'm not saying it's got to be an overall thing. It's like our personal choices. This really more than anything. I'm I'm going to actually go with it and say Fortnite, you know, because if it weren't for Fortnite bringing in that Battle Royale mode, I wouldn't have been as interested in PUBG as I was. So I'm going to go with it on that. What, you're going to pick Fortnite? Yeah. But, no, you can't, you cannot, you, you cannot pick <laughs> Fortnite on the basis of it stole PUBG and redid it. <laughs> you can't, I'm not allowing yeah, but- it. I just like the if you were picking if you were picking Fortnite for its campaign, fine. But PUBG existed first, <laughs> was popular, and Fortnite blatantly ripped off every single detail of it <laughs> and just kept the building aspect from the main game of Fortnite. So if you if you pick in that area of games, then you're gonna have to say PUBG. Oh yeah, but PUBG only came out I won't, of December. I won't allow. I don't <laughs> care. I won't allow you to do it. Yeah, but it's it's been on it's been on PC since True. March or whenever it was, which is why I'm not allowing Fortnite that ripped it off after six months <laughs> to and and put it out for free as well to try and get people yeah, to play the game. That, that was the best bit about it. <laughs> no, it was not free. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going with I'll PUBG. Go PUBG. PUBG's I'll been my favourite multiplayer, even though it's only been like. Three weeks. Yeah. That has been my favourite multiplayer this year. Um, let's have a look. The best looking of the year. Oh, so God. last year we decided this wasn't just like on pure graphics. It's not about most realistic. It's about best looking in general. Now I've got three contenders for this personally. No, sorry, four contenders for this. And I'm finding it really hard to split these four up. And they're all there on their own different merits, I think. Right, I'm just trying to guess your four. This is what makes it hard to split them up because they're they're there for four different reasons. But go on, see if you can guess my four. Cuphead. Yep, Cuphead. Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn, yep. Zelda. Zelda Breath of the Wild, yep. Right, and then this fourth one, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say COD. No, Assassin's Creed Origins. Ah, yeah. So Assassin's Creed Origins, if you're going on a realism sort of aspect, that has got to be up there as one of the best, if not the best examples of what yeah. something like the Xbox One X can do on a 4K HDR TV. I, I really like that. It's, it's insane, that. that. It is insane. Um, and I'm I'm upset that I've not had a chance to put more time into that, to be honest. And I've got distracted by silly things like replaying Fable. Because <laughs> um, I should really be playing something like Assassin's Creed, but yeah, um, Cuphead is there just because I've always loved that style, always, yeah. um, and it's just so nice to see it come back and done so well. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely up there for me, uh, just because of how almost unique it is in this day and age. And it reminds me a lot of all the old school games we used to play, but most specifically, I'm sure you'll remember it. But you remember Mickey's Wild Adventures yes, that we used of to play? Yes, I do. 
played that yes. over and over again just because it had that same sort of, yeah. especially the early missions because of the way that Back you went right through beginning. Mickey's timeline as as, yeah. as a character and played all the different games. So for me, it was it, it had a lot of like nostalgia feel to it for that reason. Yeah. But it was still beautiful in its own right for what it was doing. Yeah. Um, Zelda again in in that element of the style that it has is perfect. Like it's not going for realism, um, but it's far enough away from the blocky cartoon sort of handheld version of Zelda that you get, or the GameCube version of Zelda, to yeah. look stunning and look beautiful. And that's what that that nails that middle ground so far um, yeah. for me. And then Horizon Zero Dawn is on a similar way to what I'm saying with Origins. Like, if you play Horizon Zero Dawn on a PS4 Pro, on a 4K TV and get all the upscale and all that stuff, it's a stunning game. But it's just something a little different. Like, it's a it's a different style. And Yeah, I know I said it's got those Far Cry elements, but there's all the machinery in there, the mechanical animals and all that kind yeah, of stuff. And, really you know, nice. I've, I forgot the name of, of them off the top of my head, but the giant giraffe things that you can scale up and some of the viewscapes are... It, it very much looks to me like they've aimed for the Uncharted 4 kind of experience with a lot of that. Like, Uncharted 4 was amazing because the vistas that you could find yourself looking at just out over mountains and, and yeah. deserts and all sorts of stuff like that and think, this is looks incredible. You've got a lot of that in Horizon Zero Dawn. So very similar to Assassin's Creed, but with a slight different twist on it, I think, because of the, the fact that it's... Assassin's Creed is great from a, a realistic look at Egypt and Horizon Zero Dawn is equally as good looking but in a more um, like fantastical kind of way and it's all a bit more yeah, sort yeah. of imaginative so they're my four and I really can't decide between the four if if you literally put a gun to my head and made me pick one <laughs> I would probably pick Cuphead uh, for me See, I really because like remember Cuphead we're talking well. best looking in general not just um, not just like the most realistic looking. Yeah, I like Cuphead, and I completely forgot about Origins until you brought it up. I had to yeah. really good shout that. Um, but I think I might have to go with Horizon again. For me, that's fine. That's fine. Um, and then the final award is the biggest shits of the year. Joshua. Oh no, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's harsh. <laughs> Um, I think it's obviously going to be EA, isn't it? I don't yeah. think there's any... There's no doubt about it. No doubt in that one. It is like, EA. EA Sports, we want your bank details. <laughs> Doesn't quite fit. But, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think we need to go into that one too much because we've already covered it more than enough over the last yeah. number of weeks since all that stuff went off. So on that note, we will move on to um, a regular section. It's time to play a game. Yes, it is that time of the week. So, as regular listeners know, we play games against each other. We go head-to-head, and the winner each week earns himself a point. Uh, we take it in turns to host, so it's always 1v1. 
Um, last week we were going to do the decider because the way th the way that things have worked out, essentially, I have 17 points, James has nine points, and Joshua has nine points, so they're tied. And we decided that the last person to get to 10 um, would do a forfeit. Now, it shouldn't be my turn to host this week, but because it led to a decider between these two, I decided to offer to host the game. Um, Which is very nice of you. Yeah, and I thought we could round out last year with... Uh, just a finale decider and then move on to things in the new year. However, Joshua's not here. Is he not? No. Oh, shit. So we're going to play the game anyway. Um, James, this is your chance to maybe take the lead, but um, the way this game works is it's one of the classic ones that I do, just to keep it simple. It's A to Z or A to Z, depending on where in the world you are from. And in A to Z and A to Z, what we do is we go through the alphabet and I give you a clue to something that begins with each letter one by one and whoever has the most points at the end of the game is the winner. Um, so these are buzzer games, so we'll do the classic shouty name to buzz him. Right. And we will start at A. So A is a franchise that got a new title called Origins in the last year. James. Yes, James. Assassin's Creed. It is indeed Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Point to you. B is a Telltale series that was re-released for the Switch in November. D uh, James. Yes, James. Batman. It was the Batman series. Yeah. Not DC. C. <laughs> C is a classic-looking 2D platformer um, James. that took Xbox and PC by storm. Yes, James. Cuphead. It was indeed yeah. Cuphead. Well done. Fuck you, Joshua. <laughs> D is a hack and slash action game that got a tactical role player on PS4 this year. Well, Jeez. last year, Ooh. 17. Ooh. Oh God. To help you both out, think Samurai Warriors and stuff. Ooh, I've said a word in this in the title. Oops. James. Yes, James? Uh, Destiny Samurai? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely gone blank. <laughs> Joshua, you any guesses? No? It's Dynasty Warriors. Oh, guys. Dynasty Warriors, damn it. Oh. We I move think on. I know that one, Joshua. <laughs> e are the biggest shits of the year. James, E. Yeah, that yeah. is correct, James. That's another point for you. Um, F is a game that accidentally enabled PS4 and Xbox crossplay. James. Yes, James. Fortnite. It is indeed Fortnite. You are spanking him. It's 5 nil yeah. at the minute. Bend over, bitch. <laughs> G is the developer behind February's PS4 release, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, damn it, I should know this so much. James Gearbox. It's not Gearbox. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pass it over, Joshua. You got any guess? This is going to kill me. He's going to get it. No, nope, it's Gorilla oh, Games. Oh, he's not got it. <laughs> It's Guerrilla oh. Games. I should have really known that. That's really embarrassing. Yes, you should. <laughs> um, H is a real-time strategy that was released in February by 343 Industries and Microsoft. <laughs> Based on a much bigger franchise that's existed for years on the Xbox. It's a flagship. James? Yes, James. Hearthstone? No! <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. What is it? Joshua, <laughs> any guess? You should really know this one, Joshua. 
No, nothing. It's Halo Wars 2. Oh my god, why am I not thinking? <laughs> I is a DC-based fighter sequel that was released in May. James. Yes, oh. yes, James. Oh, damn it, I don't know. <laughs> I... I um... It's a fighter with DC characters in it. And it's a sequel, which means it's got a number in the title. Injustice 2. Yeah, he's yeah. got it. That's 6-0. Uh, <laughs> J is the month E3 is hosted. James. Yes, James. Oh, is it? Oh, You've got two choices here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was about to say it, and then I thought, is it or isn't it? June. It is June. Oh, That's thank God. 7-0. <laughs> uh, K is the game we watched the trailer trailer to live on a podcast and laughed about the voice acting and poo throwing animations. Oh god damn it. What is it? Oh my Begins god. with K and it's a it's Um oh. there's a Coldplay song about it. I'm just doing what I've gotta do, man. Yeah, that's that that's the trailer. <laughs> What are you Not doing? Games. Just doing what we gotta do, man. <laughs> oh, what's it called? Is it not Kingdom of Something? It is Kingdom Something, yeah, but Kingdom what? Kingdom of Poo flinging. It's Kingdom Come. I can't. I can't give you that. I'm afraid. So it's still seven nil. Oh. Um, L are the things that cause so much controversy for EA. James Lucret. It is indeed Lucret, yes. James. Oh, well that's eight now. Smashing it. Um, M, the Switch released on the 3rd of this month. James, March. Yeah, it is indeed March. Again, <laughs> you didn't have many options there. It was March or May. <laughs> or November. <laughs> um, that's 9 nil. Um, N, what arcade race's latest instalment from November is called Payback? James, Need for Speed. It is indeed Need for Speed. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's the Shit You Up sequel from April. James, Outlast. It is indeed Outlast. Yeah. Um, P is a PC hit from Bluehole that made its transition to Xbox in December. James, PUBG. It is indeed PUBG. That's 12 yeah. nil, James. You are smashing I'm this. Absolutely, it's non-existent. Um, Q um, is a first-person shooter that went into Steam Early Access this August. Well, last August. You can tell I wrote these questions in 2017, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Old-school shooter begins with Q and is a new new game. Quake? But I, need, I want the full title of a new game, though. There's a word oh. on the end of it. If you are the winner, you are the... Loser? If you no. are the winner, you are the... Champion. Now, pluralise it. Quake Champions, James. Uh, Quake Champions is the correct answer, James. <laughs> <laughs> That's 13 nil. Um, R is a vehicle-based football soccer game that was released to the Switch in November. James, Rocket League. It is indeed a Rocket League, as you put it. Um, S... Ran its alpha throughout 2017. James, Seal yes. Thieves. Correct. Correct. Um, T is a long standing fighter which got its seventh release in June. James, Tekken. It is indeed. 16 0. Absolutely smashing it. 
You is a game that was expanded by the Lost Legacy in August. James, Uncharted. It was indeed Uncharted. Well done, James. Um, v is the developer that was shut down by EA in 2017. Oh, um, oh my God, this is where I really suck ass. Um, <laughs> Can I just point out that a lot of these questions also appeared in the big quiz of the year? No, um, I know. A I answered them all, <laughs> just in different, <laughs> different sort of format. <laughs> it was really hard to think of more questions. I got some, but some have had to be reused. <laughs> so apologies for that. Um, it, there's only so many things. I can't remember what they're called. Are you passing? I'm passing. Joshua, you got anything? Nope, it was Visceral Games. Visceral, damn it. <laughs> w is a Bethesda franchise that saw a new release in October of 2017. James Witcher? No. I don't know. Joshua, any guesses? Oh, I know it! Well, Joshua appears to be passing it over. Go on, I'll let you have another go. Is it the... Oh, what's it... It's the war thing. What's it called? The war thing. Not not actual war. Um, It's a game that's set in the context that the Nazis won World War Two. If that's what you mean. Wolfenstein. That's it. Yeah. There you go. That's eighteen. God damn it. X is um, a console that saw its third major version release for this generation. Xbox One X. Well, Xbox One was what I was looking for, so but I'll accept. Thank uh, you. Yes. <laughs> it's really hard to find something for these last few that existed during 2017, as you can tell. Uh, team, it, This is a Team 17 platform game from April, and its name sounds like a small guitar. Oh. I thought I'd try and help you because I didn't expect you to know the actual game, <laughs> and it was one of the few I could find that began with Y. Sounds like a small guitar. I think maybe that's the way. The small guitar doesn't necessarily begin with Y. As in, this is the same word but spelt wrong. I can't even think of a game beginning with Y at the minute. It's very clearly a rip-off of Banjo and Kazooie in the sense that there's a guitar name used, it's two characters... So it's about the game was Banjo Kazooie, but it was about two characters, Banjo and Kazooie. Um, there's a guitar name involved. It's a double-barreled game name. <laughs> Think um, of a small guitar. A banjo. Other than a banjo, because we've just talked about how it's not banjo. A ukulele. There you go. Well done. It's a ukulele. Oh, it's James ukulele. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, you didn't buzz it, did you, Joshua? You could have stolen that if you'd have buzzed then. Oh, it's just God. not with it today, is it? It's not with it at all. So yeah, it's ukulele. Basically, there's a there's a I don't know what it is. It's like a lizard of some kind called Yuka, <laughs> and a bat or something that follows it around called Lele. And it's very clearly a rip off of Banjo Kazooie. But there you God, go. You dug deep for that one. I didn't. It's been it's been uh, moderately popular this I, year. I've not heard of it. But then again, I know nothing. Um, and then ZZ, the final letter of the evening, is James a Zelda. S- 
No. <laughs> it's, it's a studio awarded $500 million due to copyright and intellectual property breaches by ex-staff that moved to Oculus. Oh, my God. This I don't think you'd ago. get this one, to be brutally honest with you. Oh, this is so long ago. No, 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 no. You're thinking of something different. Oh. Am I? Yeah, you're thinking of... Um, is it Happy Games? Yeah, Happy Games, I think. You're, you're thinking of something to do with... Um, oh, God, that was to do with No Man's Sky, I think. Yeah, that was a while back. That was during last year. But no, it's not that. It's a, it's a studio um, that make things like Elder Scrolls Online and, and stuff like that and work with Bethesda. So Pass. I imagine you probably not know. Uh, Joshua, any guess? No, it's Zenimax. Oh, Zenimax. So, on that, James, you managed to score yeah. 20 points. Yeah. And Joshua, you managed to score no points. Mainly because you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope he listens back to this and he's like, God damn it, I could have won this. <laughs> so, I'm amazed um, I got 20, to be honest. <laughs> To be honest, James, you didn't even manage to get all... You had no competition, and you still didn't get all 26. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. However, for the, I, I'm going to say for the last time this year, but it's not really because this is 2018 now and it's just not worked out very well, but for the last time in this series of games... You are victorious, well done. I got my chicken dinner. You got yourself a chicken dinner. <laughs> um, that has put the scores at 17 to me, 10 to James, and 9 yes. to Joshua. Joshua's practically forfeited in, in that <laughs> sense. So, yeah. the forfeit was a bath of ravioli, wasn't it? That's what was decided. That's, that's what it was. So we best get Joshua a bath and some tins of ravioli. Yes. I can sense the justice for Joshua campaign starting up shortly, though. I'm kind of mm. scared. <laughs> to be fair, if he was here, then he would have been able to partake. True. True. But you cannot succeed if you don't attend. <laughs> uh, no, I can't. I was going to do, fr- <laughs> do a famous phrase then, but... Uh, to first... No, to, no, I can't even think of one. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just smack your mic in frustration then as well? No, I banged my hand on the desk. Uh, <laughs> like that, I just did it again. Um, so, on that note, we will do uh, a final section for this week because we've had a lot of these been building up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, some of these are slightly Christmas or New Year related because they came in during that festive period. But here we go anyway. Um, I'm going to do them in roughly the order we got them, I think. Uh, so it'll make sense that these first few are slightly Christmas related. <laughs> uh, Neil Tiffany said, Lucky for us, Santa is free again. In in case anyone's wondering what the fuck he's talking about, about three weeks ago, before the big quiz of the year, Neil sent us a question saying something about Santa's been kidnapped, what game character would best replace him? 
Do you remember that question? <laughs> yes, I do. So he's following up. To, he's following up to his answering that, but there's just that been a long time period. It's like when Walking Dead takes a mid-season break, and you have yes. to like rewatch basically everything that's happened up to now like, to remember yeah, what's like been going on. Yeah. That's a little bit what it's like with Neil's question. Mm-hmm. So apologies, it's strung out, Neil, but we're here to do it. <laughs> so Santa is free again. What gaming announcement would you want him to bring from his giant sack? Ooh, uh. Ooh. Um, he says uh, Knights of the Old Republic 3 for him. That's a good shout. Um, I don't know. Now, mm, uh, um, what game did I play that I loved and I wanted another? It don't have to be that. It just says a gaming announcement. I want him to announce the Sea of Thieves Collector's Edition. That'd be pretty good. I want, like, physical stuff. I don't even a care game. what it is. I'm going to order it. <laughs> I don't care a what's in it. I'm ordering it. Where every single Call of Duty Nazi zombie map is all emerged into one. And it's just one massive, like... That'd be too OTT. Don't be silly. Nah, I'd, I'd love that. I'd be in my element. You're being silly now. Well, it's either that or I'll actually take Santa's giant sack. They're my two options. <laughs> Um, he also <laughs> added another comment, by the way, um, which is relative to you, I, I think, still. Um, <laughs> but he was asking about where do I see more of your cats? And I said, does he mean my cat specifically Ezio, or does he maybe mean Yuna and whatever your other cat was called? <laughs> do they still exist? Uh, I don't have them anymore. No, I didn't think you did. I was just checking. <laughs> um, Joshua has a cat, I think. <laughs> but yeah... Um, there's lots of cats, and he was just saying he wanted to see everyone's. It wasn't specifically Ezio. However, there's only oh, me with a cat now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. has Joshua not got one? Ask him. Joshua? Uh, Joshua, have you Joshua. not got a cat still? Them crickets are getting louder, I'm telling you. No, do you know what would be funnier is if we could get him to answer all these questions afterwards <laughs> and fill in all the gaps. <laughs> um, uh, David Faria. That's right, yes, I said it correctly. Nailed it. Says, which video game character has the coolest costume? Oh, Chris Redfield. Don't be stupid. That's it not does. a costume. It's a t-shirt and have trousers. You, have you that's not seen like, his Woodlands that's outfit? Like, that's like saying your default character on PUBG is the best dressed character in gaming. Yeah, but he flaunts it. He's, he's just got something that makes no. it look good. Um, I really like... Do you know what? I This is going back to something old school in a way. Well, not old school. It's going back to the last generation of games, at least. But yeah. I really like Dante's look in Dante's Inferno. The way that mm-hmm. he's just got like his trousers with his belt. He's got his huge sickle scythe thing, whatever it is. And then he's got like... I don't know why, but... He's got like the skin ripped off of his chest in a big cross shape, and then he's got his stitched back in with tapestry, and and then his his little crown. He just looks cool as fuck, Dante from Dante's Inferno. What about Snake from Metal Gear Solid? He's had some cool outfits. He has had some cool shit over the years. Um, I suppose it depends on how you consider a video game character, but there's a lot of things like Batman yeah. and stuff that's pretty cool. But he's not strictly a video game character, so there was there was a spider there was a Spider Man game where you could pick you could unlock different Spider Man suits. 
yeah, yeah, which one could. it was for life for me, but some of them one of the old one of the older ones on Yeah, you can get like Venom and PS two like maybe. But then again, yeah. you've probably always been able to do it. It's just that's the one yeah. specifically I remember it. Um, David also asked, uh, what game that doesn't already have it would benefit from a Christmas event or makeover? Ooh. That's a lot good. of games have it, though. A lot of games do have it now. Um, especially your MMORPG-type games, so your yeah. World of Warcraft, your Guild Wars, your Elder Scrolls Online, your Rift. All that kind of stuff has them. Um, or if not, you've got games like FIFA that do events... Like on Ultimate Team. Yeah, even still that stuff's um, got it. Grand Grand Theft Auto's got one. Yeah. Fortnite's um, got one as well. Yeah, Fortnite had one. <sighs> even Call of one, Duty though. had something this year. Yeah, yeah. They put like bad. snow on the maps and gave you special drops and stuff. And the uh, new map that you know the map that's coming out in the DLC, the Carrotton. Yeah. That map's currently active as Carrotton Winter. Yes, and then it when is. it drops for DLT DLC it's just Carrotton. Um do you know, I was going to say some of the driving games, but even some of the driving games have got stuff now. Because I was on Project Cars, and even that mm. has had a fun, what they call it, a fun pack. And it's basically made a snow mode for all the rallycross tracks and put a bunch yeah. of new cars in. So even that's got a Christmas-based event. Jesus. So that's I'm really a tough struggling. one, David. That's a tough it one. It is very tough. Give us 360, no, 355 days and we'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He also asked, he got another one, if Fable Online was a thing, describe how you would want it to be. Um, I think Joshua's the best person to answer this. Joshua is the best person to answer it. I do genuinely want to save that one for when Joshua is here and me and Joshua can properly discuss it. So I'm going to hang on to that one just because we've got other questions to do and that's one that me and Joshua can get lost in for a good five minutes or so and we'll plan it properly. (laughs) So we'll do that once Joshua's back. Um, Craig Mitchell asked, you should do some Game Awards. Already We've done it, it Craig. <laughs> he says, not to the games themselves, but to the people you play with. For Ooh. example, he's basically then giving us some choices to make. So, the worst player we play with. Um, oh, oh, that is tough. It depends what game, though, because people are better at other games. There is that, for sure. Um, oh. The person that you find yourself teaching you mo- the most to... I could tell you um, who that is. Who's that? Well, for oh, me... I mean me? Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> for me, it's always been Ben Mitchell. And it's not that he's a bad gamer. It's that he's always asking questions about things. Yeah. It's like... Oh, for me, for what, me then, it's Kate. <laughs> what, what gun does this... What, what does this gun do? What ammo does this gun take? How do you upgrade <laughs> this? How do you level that up? Are these boots better than these boots? And if so, why? That is my general gaming experience with Ben Mitchell. I can remember playing Diablo with Ben Mitchell in co-op and he would literally drop items on the floor for me and go, which of boots... Which of, uh, which of these boots are better for me? And I'm like, I don't know, just look <laughs> at the stats, Ben. And he'd go... <laughs> No. So, Craig, it's probably your brother. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's the worst player, but he is um, he is very unorganised when it comes to working out and stuff like that. I don't, I don't think... I, I wouldn't say I play with anyone that's a terrible gamer, 
because it would frustrate the shit out of me if I played with someone really bad all the time. Well, for me, it's Kate. I'm not saying that she's a bad gamer, but she um, she only got an Xbox earlier this year because she used to watch us stream, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, she used to watch us a lot. And um, she got an Xbox to play with us, and then like she's played COD and stuff like that, and I've literally had to explain to her what each gun is, which you yeah, like, it's very every single little detail very but similar it's a bit to Ben. Different. Maybe they don't. Maybe they both get on. <laughs> <laughs> Just be constant questions that are unanswered. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he also said he wants us to give an award to most selfish player. See, I feel like he's done this on purpose because there's a bit of debate going on in his uh, little PUBG chat about this scope hogging. Yep, it's it's Ricky Tasker, everybody. Yep, Ricky, you are a scope hogger, my friend. <laughs> you are probably, in honesty, I can be quite selfish myself. I'll I'll hold my hands up to that because. Generally speaking, if I find in a game like that, if I find a good piece of gear, I will generally it. keep it to myself yeah. first before I offer it to anyone else. Yeah. Um, but I'm not so horrible as to say, not, as to not mention like, oh, I found this scope that I'm not using and just hold on to it, which Ricky <laughs> does. <clears throat> there was a game that we played the other day where um, it found a scope and like we're on the basis of I'll come meet you and pick the scope up. But then he got distracted and found someone up a tower, so he went up the tower to chase him and died up there, right next yep. to him. So I was like, well, that's my scope gone. <laughs> that sounds exactly like a Ricky thing to do. <laughs> uh, and then his, his last category was the most strategically inept player. Ooh. Oh, again, it depends what game. It does depend on the game. It really does. Like... <sighs> Because if you were playing FIFA, you'd say Joshua King. Because <laughs> when Joshua plays FIFA, he just runs around and presses B when he gets ball. He doesn't know what yeah. he's doing at all. Um, um, I, can't, I just don't understand why he's trying to make us be so harsh to people. No, no. Like, why couldn't you say, like, most fun to play with or kind, kindest <laughs> too player? Too nice, or... isn't it? The one that's got your back, player. Why not? Why not? I'll tell you one thing that Craig Mitchell himself used to do. I don't know if he's still doing it at the minute. He might be, he might not. But he um, he really, really panics about the safe zone on PUBG. And it's not strategically inept. It's just that he's like, we've got a minute till the zone starts coming in, guys. (laughs) And he just panics about it all the time. Whenever whenever you're on with Craig, he always makes sure you know where the zone is. (laughs) Do you know one thing he does do? is if you all make a plan to go somewhere, he wanders off on his own. <laughs> there was there was a game actually, I'll I'll I was playing with like sort of people from the that King Thing fan group and whatever you want to call it. We'd we'd yeah, set yeah. a game up. So it was it was Baby G Glen Green G Green ninety three. Yeah. It was HDO fourteen oh three and it was Craig and they they were the three teammates in my squad. And we yeah. were trying to get Craig to get in this car and we were saying, Craig, get in the car, we need to go. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay in this building. I'm like, mate, if we drive through the... There was a red zone in front of us. Like, We need to get yeah. through, and if we drive through the red zone now, you've got 30 seconds before the motors start falling, and we'll be safe. And he's like, no, I'm staying in this building. I'm like, get in the car! And he's like, no, I'm staying here. I'm like, fine, we're going to fucking leave you. So we then drove <laughs> off, got stuck on the hill, and got blown up. He's like, see, that's why I didn't get in your car. I'm like, yeah, because you made us wait 30 seconds, you son of a bitch. 
God. And then we just sat and watched him hide in the bush for half an hour and gave him shit. That's typical Craig, that. <laughs> typical. <laughs> I hope you appreciate that I turned that into a thing about you, Craig. <laughs> let's give it to Craig for being so harsh to other people. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Uh, Glenn Green, Baby GG Green 93 says, uh, if you could punish rage quitters, how would you do it and what's the best existing punishment you've come across? Um, now, for me, I do like things where it stops you participating and stuff like that. So what you used to get is... Um, I don't know if you're still doing some games, but some multiplayer lobbies, like if you rage quit and just leave, yeah, it then stops you playing another game for like 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever it is. That's quite good, that. Because you've rage quit. It's a bit annoying if you get accidentally disconnected because yeah. your connection or drops. Like you have a power cut. But if you've got a power cut or your internet's gone down, you're not going to be back on in the next 15 to 20 minutes anyway, are you? So it doesn't really matter. True. Um, one thing that it does do for things like FIFA Ultimate Team, which I think, again, is quite a good thing. I've not like played this for a long time, so I'm assuming it still does it. it but they does, yeah, they but... used to put something in where if somebody quit against you on Ultimate Team, it would half their multiplayer for the next game. So instead of earning all the coins that they should in their next match, they'd earn 50% of the coins that they should have earned. And then changed it now. if They've they got, quit um, again, it'd go down to 25, and it kept going down and until you played a game, and then it'd go back up, I think, wouldn't it? That's what it used to do anyway. They've, they've changed it now so it's a multiplayer. So if you don't quit games, you get like 0.2% multiplied. Like it goes up the more you don't quit, whereas if you start quitting, it goes down. So you don't get your coins multiplied as much. So you still get a standard amount, say three, 400 for a game. But then maybe maybe you, it was that. Maybe it's either way. Like I say, it's a long time since yeah, I experienced yeah. it. And the only reason I know that exists is because I remember trying to play Ultimate Team in its fairly early days um, when they first put this in. And you used to yeah. get disconnected a lot. And then it'd go, yeah, you quit that game. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> it, it disconnected from me. <laughs> but you'd get your coins taken off you or whatever. And I can't remember how it worked exactly, but it was along those lines. Yeah. Um, and it's not a rage quitting thing, but I'm sure we talked about it on here. The thing about the people doing prestige hacks on Call of Duty. Did we talk about it? I don't think so. Just in case we didn't, for those who never heard about this, what had happened is somebody had found, or people had found, like a little glitch on Call of Duty World War Two, where for those who have played it, you'll know what this means. If you haven't played it yet, this is never going to make sense to you anyway. So I'll be, I'll be brief. <laughs> where you go to prestige your weapon. No, sorry, not your weapon, your um, your division. You can yeah. talk to that guy, and then next to him is the path that goes around to where you prestige your rank, yes? Yeah. And that's, like, locked off until you can prestige your rank. So what people were doing is, it was, I don't know exactly how it worked, but you go, so you're going to prestige your division, and then you quickly do something like leave or press B or something or circle you come out of a menu you do whatever and then it lets you wander around to the rank prestige guy and you can just keep smashing a on him because it glitched you out in between certain menus and he would just prestige you prestige you prestige that's why you were seeing so many people that were high prestigious so early on and thinking what the fuck have they been doing and that's why so what they did with all the what sledgehammer did with all those people is they reset them to level one locked everything 
except the horrible map that's got the big cannon train, Gustav's Cannon or whatever it's called. The one's got yeah. the big cannon train in the middle. And you had to mm. play that in core team deathmatch over and over and over again until you'd done 24 hours worth of gameplay. Jeez. Then you were allowed to start levelling up again and play properly. But the only way to get out of level one and being stuck in that was to play Gustav's Cannon on core team deathmatch without any unlocks over and over and over again for 24 hours. Which That's I think, so good. if that is accurate as to what they were doing, that is brilliant. Yeah. That is truly brilliant. So mm-hmm. I think that is the one of the best ways. But I do think just like punishing people for it in general, it doesn't matter what it is, like just take something away from them or yeah. you know do something to discourage it and I'm happy with it. I don't mind. But then again, sometimes rage quit is funny. Like, if you play FIFA and you make a team rage quit, what's our reaction every time? We all go, Way! Take it! Yeah, so. <laughs> whatever. Um, Paul Kelsall asked, uh, Hi, Paul. What is the most embarrassing gaming moment for you from this year? It's got to be this. In Call of Duty. Oh, I think he means for you. Personally. Oh, for me? Oh. You're not bad. Not, well, not the guy with the whistly oh. nose, which I'm assuming <laughs> is what you were trying to impersonate there. Yeah, it didn't go very well, did it? Jeez. Um, Probably me being on this podcast, I'd say. You've had some um, pretty embarrassing moments on this podcast. Yeah, I have quite a few. This is the bit um, where if we take a time to do a highlight show for the year, we could go... <laughs> And then play them. <laughs> but we haven't, so we're not. Um, I don't know. I do embarrassing things all the time. And they're not like... Um, no, I never feel embarrassed in a bad way. Like, I do stupid shit on game yeah. all the time. Like, things like that, getting in that car, driving up the hill, or getting stuck on the hill, and then the motor just going, poof, and killing three of us <laughs> and blowing up a car. That's, But to me, that's hilarious. It's embarrassing because I've let it happen, yeah. but it's hilarious. Or yeah. like spraying a gun around somebody's head instead of shooting at them and then just dying from like a poke because <laughs> you were being shit like stuff like that happens to me all the time because i'm not that good at games some people all right some games i'm good at but i'm not that good at games and yeah. there's definitely always some a, a large group of people that are better than me at most games um so i have my embarrassing moments i have loads Paul Kelsall's most embarrassing moment is falling asleep at the controller on multiple that, occasions. That's brilliant. And he always denies it, but yeah. he does do it. No, I have not. <laughs> he, there's a video on YouTube. Go to my YouTube channel um, of youtube.com slash UK, or just search for TK Gaming in YouTube. And there's a video that says Kels555 falls asleep in the lobby. That's just one I, example I of one I time. I like once a week. It just makes me feel better. <laughs> um, he also asked, what is your best gaming moment? I'm assuming he means from the year. Um, oh. Oh, I don't know. Best gaming moment? Do you know what? My, my, the best thing that I felt I achieved this year was when I finally finished all three major faction storylines on Elder Scrolls Online. That's why Elder Scrolls Online is so high on my time played list because I'd already done the main faction when the game first came out and like I did my yeah. thing. 
and then I started doing another one, and then I left the game alone for ages. And this year, I went back and not only finished one that I'd, I'd not quite finished, I got halfway to two-thirds of the way through, I then went and did a whole other one as well, and I absolutely destroyed that. And and I felt quite proud, because that's not an, e- it's not an easy thing to do, because there's a lot of time invested in it. It's not hard, as in challenging, yeah. other than the time you need to invest on it. So I think for, for, for 2017... Probably finally finishing that and getting the saviour of um, Tamriel or whatever it is that you get for finishing all three factions is probably up there for me. Mine would be actually sticking committed to Mafia 3 because I rarely <laughs> complete games oh. ever. So your <laughs> like best you moment is just finishing game. a game for a change. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say winning my first solo on PUBG because I went through three heart palpitations during that solo <laughs> and I came out of it alive. But I think, like, completing you... a game and actually sitting and playing it, like, you lot were all on FIFA and stuff like that, like playing other games, and I'd sit and just choose that instead. That's massive for me. I never do that. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the thing he's talking about, like, is sort of on achievements on a personal level, I think which is fine. But one other thing, like the best moment in gaming for me this year is being able to go meet the guys at Rare, hands down. After EGX, yes. yeah. when when we organised, there, there was a big group of people, like 30 people, whatever it was, that got these exclusive tickets to go meet the guys at Rare and do a tour and see some stuff behind the scenes. All that stuff at Sea of Thieves. It was it was just the fact that they acknowledged that you know how much effort the community's put in to help build that game and acknowledge certain people as as like you know yeah being at EGX just to see them some people so that that was a pretty awesome thing. It wasn't an achievement on a personal level, but it was that's probably my favorite moment overall. And then my favorite accomplishment would probably be the Elder Scrolls thing. I think. Interviewing Steve McNeil as well. That, were really that was fun. We need to yeah, do more shit fun. like that this year. Yeah. That was 2018, the year of the interview. <laughs> Where were you on the 23rd of December 1992? <laughs> okay, um, that was weird. Um, wait, <laughs> considering there's only two of us talking, we've still managed to go way over time. Um, we're going to do these last two things. Matt Clark asked, uh, what's the best punishment as part of a gaming bet? as I'm currently involved in one where the person who loses a game of FIFA has to dye their hair. <clears throat> Matt, do not listen to the podcast. <clears throat> what? We do a punishment. Josh was getting a bath of ravioli. Oh, right, so you'd so say that, use that that's the best yeah. <laughs> punishment as part of a gaming bet, right? I, I, I wore makeup last year. And do, you know, do you know what? <laughs> the, the bet... There's a bet. There's a gaming bet that Joshua welched out of, and which was I'm still upset to this day. I've brought it up in the past, but <laughs> when me and him used to play World of Warcraft a lot, and I mean a lot, yeah. we had a deal um, because at the time this was when I was with one of my ex girlfriends. And he was with one of his ex-girlfriends and we were both with those girl respective girlfriends at this time. Yeah. And um I made a silly deal with him, something of the fact that we we were joking about um 
having children at the time. And I said to him, whoever has oh, their child first must name their child after their main <laughs> World of Warcraft character. And my girlfriend at that time said, Harlem was a nice name for a boy. And I was like, <laughs> I am not naming my child after a gaming character. This is just a, this is a bet. Joshua will have a baby first. And lo and behold, Joshua had a child. But did he call her Raptos? No, he didn't. <laughs> he welched. Raptors. <laughs> that would have been class. <laughs> she should at least have a middle name, Raptos, in my opinion. <laughs> or Raptina, because she's Raptina. a girl. Raptina. <laughs> but he didn't do it, he welched on the bet. So that's that's the most fun one, I think, is the best one. However, it never went through. <laughs> Unfortunately. And then the last one for this week, Keith Watson asks... Um, no, he doesn't. He's just answered random shit. He said... <laughs> he's just made a statement. I thought he'd ask something. He hasn't. He's just basically made a statement. He says, The game I was looking forward to and had taken two weeks off to play was Mass Effect Andromeda. The only thing I liked about it was the improvement to the combat, like the jump jet pack. Yes, I know it had problems. I blame E-fucking-A. But a game that I did enjoy playing was Ghost Recon Wildlands. It is a really good game, though, especially when you've got a good group with you. The only thing I found with Wildlands is I could never play it on my own. That's why it never came into contention. This is why I, I berated Joshua the other week when he was like, my game of the year could be Wildlands, you know, and I'm like, no way. There's far mm-hmm. better games than Wildlands. I feel like it, it. there was a lot to do, but then once you'd done it, that was it. Yeah, there's, there's definitely no longevity to it, in my opinion. Yeah. Once I finished that story, I've not even turned it on again since. I was slightly tempted by the 4v4 thing that they put in, the multiplayer, but I've still not even done that. And Same. the the thing for me was, what I found myself doing is, I played that game with people, and I enjoyed playing it with other people. So what I'd end up doing is, like me and you were playing it a lot together, I think, at one point, weren't we? Um, and we were enjoying playing it together, but then what yeah. was happening is when you weren't online, I would maybe play it a little bit, but I felt like, oh, I don't want to make this progress without James because I've been playing it with James. So yeah, instead of doing any weird. progress, I'd just like fly around and collect the random bits and pieces that you had to collect, and that's all I'd do. Or yeah. there was a point where like I'd gone east with you, but I'd gone west with one of my other friends. So I'd kind of work my way through two separate zones with two different people and then kind of come back in the middle. And I was replaying stuff to catch you up, then replaying stuff to catch them up. I was like, I'd done the whole game twice by the end. And <laughs> it just, I don't know, it didn't feel like, it felt too big to play on your own is what I think I'm getting at. Yeah, it, it, there was too much to do on your own, like you were saying. Yeah. But then when you've got people that you're playing it with, like me and you played it quite a lot, and you were constantly waiting on the other person, you didn't want to move on and stuff, and yeah. all you really did is like what you were saying about flying around just collecting the stuff that you've not collected before. <clears throat> yeah, it like was a good game. I'm not saying it was a bad game, I'm just saying that it was nowhere near a game of the year for me because there yeah. were too many things not quite right with it. But it was yeah. a very good attempt. To... It was a lot better than... I don't know... I don't want to say it was better than The Division, but it was a lot more like, I think, what people wanted The Division to be. Yeah. I think. But The Division did a better job of endgame and being more playable. And I think if they can maybe find the balance between the two, 
and find the, the the good bits of recon and marry it with the good bits of division, I think they'll be on to a winner. Yeah. Chicken dinner. Exactly. And that rounds it off for this week. Yeah. So um, if you would like to join in and send us things to talk about in future weeks, then feel free to contact us either by tweeting us at that underscore king underscore thing. You can find us online at thatkingthing.com and you can find us on Facebook by simply searching for that king thing and following the page. Um, We have things like Xbox groups and PS4 groups, so you're more than welcome to join those and then you can see what everybody's doing and what games we're playing and maybe even joining if we have the time and the space. Um, if you enjoy listening to the show, remember that you can find it not only on Podbean and iTunes, but also now places like Spotify. It's always been on Acast and so on. Um, so use whatever method you think is the most accessible to you. I know a lot of people seem to have swapped to Spotify in recent weeks, which is a lot easier. It's nice to see. Um, and that wraps it up for this week. So as I say, get in touch if you'd like to be involved next week and so on. And yeah. um, it, in the first week of 2018, as we look forward to a new year together, um, I'll just quickly round off by saying thank you to everybody who joined us through 2017. It was a blast. Um, here's to 2018 with you all. And hopefully you share it to more people and we grow together as a community. And hopefully Joshua will come back. (laughs) And hopefully Joshua will come back next week, yes. (laughs) But for now, it's goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. If you would like to join our social group... No, I'm, I'm not even going to say that. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Please keep that on end or no. something. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm even saying. Um, this podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more.